Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, um, Jason Kelsey is scheduled to host Saturday Night Live, speaking of humor. On March the 4th, uh, not Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, sorry. Jason Jason Kelsey would not be good. Travis Kelsey is interesting, a bit of a wild card when it comes to hosting Saturday Night Live. The list of athletes off the top of my head in football who come to mind immediately, both Manning brothers, obviously Peyton and Eli have both hosted SNL. Um, J.J. Watt, obviously we've played some of that J.J. Watt audio. And uh, now it'll be Travis Kelsey on, on March the 4th. Um, Travis, and he, he was on Jimmy Fallon, I guess last night. And he said, he's kind of nervous about it, which is good. Travis Kelsey has been way too comfortable in his own skin throughout this postseason, screaming at the camera, calling people jabronis saying that nobody ever believed in the Kansas city chiefs, all those things. Um, so Travis Kelsey will be the, uh, Saturday night live host on, on, uh, March the 4th. He says he's a huge I was a huge Chris Farley, Will Ferrell, Fallon kind of guy growing up. He mixed, he threw Fallon in there gratuitously because he was on his show at the time. And he said, I used to watch SNL with my mother, and it's an absolute honor and a privilege to host on March 4th. That visual is very funny to me. The Kelsey brothers sitting up with moms late at night watching SNL. Um, so he says he's nervous for hosting it. Oh, my gosh, he says I'm nervous. I think that um... – yeah, I think that J.J. Watt did an underrated job of being a host on SNL. And it's it's a shame uh, because I think that, like J.J. is still breaking out of the perception people have of him from when he was younger. I thought that they did a good job on SNL of J.J. acting kind of like an amped up version of like the previous caricature of JJ when he was uh, when he was doing the little Rudy parody and uh, some of those skits he did a he did a pizza boy delivery porn actor um, he did a version of the Bachelor where he played a big dumb male bimbo and I thought he did a really good job with all of it and yet 
I feel like there's a reluctance of people in the uh, you know in pop culture to accept that JJ might have more facets to his his personality. Like they they want to believe that like oh no no he's JJ that's always trying to be the all American kid and they won't they won't concede that he's actually got some depth to his personality. How do you think how do you think Kelsey will do on SNL? I think Kelsey Kelsey is willing to go there and that's actually like that's something that a lot of athletes are uncomfortable with they don't want to commit fully to it so I think just by virtue of Kelsey being willing to maybe make himself look foolish and do a lot of goofy stuff he'll be all right the only problem is that Kelsey Kelsey is like still he still comes off very much as a tryhard. Like it, it, it's I don't and I don't I hate calling people that it's just when they're trying too hard to act or look a certain way and with him, I almost feel like it's always like maybe just trying to live up to his older brother because his older brother, Jason, has like a, what feels like and seems like and comes off as like a very genuine but crazy and funny personality. Yeah. And I feel like Travis is the little brother always trying to live up to that. I was a little brother who had a very entertaining older brother. And like I used to try to act and behave like him. And I was a phony in it. So I had to learn my own way of being like stupid and goofy and all of that. But I feel like Travis is still stuck somewhere. I wonder if Jason shows up. I bet he does. I bet he shows up on Saturday Night Live. It's two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, I- yeah, there's a, I, you know, last week I was talking about how I figured his father, their father was maybe like really reserved and their mother was the one that was, uh, got a vivacious personality and everything. But I see that their father did a lot of interviews last week and he yeah. just, I haven't listened to any of them, but he looked like an interesting guy. Okay. So I bet the whole Kelsey family, this, this has felt like, you know, the Kelsey brothers have had a very good podcast for a little while now. Um, and I, I've never listened to a whole podcast, but the clips that I see on social media are really, really good. Yep. Um, and I wonder if they're building up into some kind of a, like a family-style Facebook channel or something like that. They could do it, man. Their, their podcast is doing huge, huge numbers. Um, another headline, the XFL starts back up this weekend. In case you didn't know, the XFL is back in our lives. XFL 3.0. And the big question with this one is, can it work? The first two have been gone First two, which were run essentially run by Vince McMahon, um, gone after one year. The one in two thousand, two thousand one, was gone because it just they they had a horrible strategy as far as um, trying to compete, not compete directly with the NFL, but try. They did a lot of there was a lot of pro wrestling involved that just people didn't have the stomach for. Um, the second iteration, I thought had a shot. The one that Oliver Luck was the commissioner for, but COVID hit and Vince just bailed on that during COVID and declared bankruptcy. Since then, late in 2020, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, bought the assets to that XFL for $15 bucks, and it starts back up this weekend, and there's a game right over at TDECU Stadium between the Roughnecks and the Orlando Guardians. Hell yeah. So, can The Rock make this version work of the XFL? I, I, this is where COVID really screwed up the experiment. Really, the um, you know, not written about enough, Sean. The thing nobody's talking about was the devastation that the uh, ep- epidemic wrought on the XFL and the USFL. Yep, um, I'm gonna go with that. That'll be my thing. So, <laughs> I think that it's not a matter of. I think some of the ways that people are trying to judge the success of these leagues are a little out of touch with the times. These leagues are just going to try to make a buck. Yeah. And they don't need to be a replacement for the NFL. They don't need to be a smash hit ratings-wise. They need to be able to attract enough of an audience that they can sell advertising. And then I think a lot, a huge part of it is right now, 
is that there is so much gambling money out there in terms of advertising, partnerships, all of that, that really was never there before in sports. And it's opened up a lot of opportunities as I watch from afar, because most of those opportunities are outside the state of Texas. But um, there's like there's money out there to be had, and like the original U.S. well, the second USFL from a couple years ago, their whole thing was like trying to basically get the technology right on this gambling app. Yeah, and all that part of it fell through. I don't know exactly what they're doing now, um, but yeah. So can the Rock make it a success? Yes depending on what your version of success is. I think just being viable is success, especially because he bought it for $2 million. Yeah, absolutely. And I, they've got sort of a kind of a handshake partnership with the NFL where they're, the NFL is using the XFL to workshop some things rules-wise yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So that that's beneficial. They're, they're leaning so heavy into gambling. Like, look, I, I know it's, it's been three years since the last one failed. They're... And gambling was big then. I mean, we talked about gambling with the XFL back when Vince McMahon was starting version 2.0. It's spiked even more in the last three years. It's been legalized in a majority of the states. Unfortunately, as Seth pointed out, Texas, as of right now, not one of them. That may change come November. They're going to lean into it so much, Seth. They are literally going to have the the spread and the total embedded in the clock graphic on the television broadcast for the entire game. Like, you're... You're going to be able to see the running time, the score, the play clock, the spread in the total on the game. Yeah, so <laughs> all it, game without long, it, without it being too obtrusive. And yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. So I, I think it's very, very possible. Yeah. It's just the dynamics. It's like everything in media these days. Everything's changing all the time. And I'm not so like I'm. I think they might have been on the way to being financial viable the first time around, but obviously all of those. Uh, yeah, aside from COVID, there was also the whole fact that Vince McMahon was you know, a bit of personal turmoil himself yeah um yeah i think uh so i'm excited about that i think uh, I, I there's one thing with the partnership with the nfl that at some point needs to develop which is some semblance of either a farm system or minor league type of pipeline in football especially for quarterbacks i mean like the nfl knows that quarterbacks drive so much of the dialogue the eyeballs watching all of that and yet it's really, really hard for a quarterback to develop because he's got so many limited opportunities to play quarterback in an NFL-style system uh, ever. You know, even in college, they're not quite getting groomed the way you'd ideally like them to be groomed. And then they either sit on the bench and don't play against active competition or they're, or they're thrust into it ahead of time. So, And it's just hard in football because obviously there's physical danger involved in in getting those reps. So some semblance of a a pipeline for developing talent makes the overall product of the NFL better. If you've got more guys as backup quarterbacks or mid-round draft picks that can become potentially starters later on. The Kurt Warners of the world. Yep, I agree with you on that. Uh, Look at Kurt Warner without the World League. I don't know if he would have, you know, he might not have stuck around just long enough to, he wouldn't have gotten enough a taste of at least getting some playing action to stay in it. He was in the damn Arena League at one point. Arena League, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was, did he do World League also? I don't know if he did World League. I know he's in the Arena League. I I remember that. Like, holy cow, this, because that that Rams style of play, everybody was starting to go, maybe this is the new style in the NFL. They're going to get a feeder from the Arena League. Yeah. The, The World League was awesome. Uh, it was an awesome concept. It worked out really well in Germany. Like, there's still a huge following in Germany for yeah. American football. Um, 
but it wasn't necessarily the best way to develop young men. Because <laughs> you, you let them loose in various European cities oh, where the, yeah. the social mores and are, are a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, the sexual... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the the sexual repression not quite as much as in many places in Amazing America. Amazing how many free agents wanted to sign with Amsterdam. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm looking at it. Guess who played for Amsterdam in 2004? Who? Clint Sterner. Yeah. Yeah. The Clint was Clint was doing shrooms at some some uh, some some hash bar, and uh, that's where it all, all went south for him. Clint's an Arkansas <laughs> education, right there. Yeah, buddy. yeah, it is. It is. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Friday. It is eight fifteen, so it's time for uh, the segment we do at this point each and every week. Has everybody talking because they love the picks, um, and uh, it's Max Picks. It's the founder and owner of Gallery Furniture, Mattress Mac, Jim McInville. Huge promotions going on right now. 72nd birthday. I popped over to the birthday party last weekend and the Cougs promotion going on as well right now. Mac, tell the people about the Cougs promotion and let's do some picks. That's right, Sean. Come out to Gallery Furniture right now. All the customers buy $5,000 or more with beautiful furniture, including the incredible Markdown items. Markdown 72% off for the Masters Mac birthday sale. And if the Cougs win it all in the men's basketball championship on Monday night, April 3rd at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, your purchase is free, free, free. Cougs are uh, playing great basketball, number two in the country in some polls, number one in other polls. So get on the Cougs train by 5,000 more. Cougs, what it all you purchase is free, free, free. There you go, free, 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 and you buy it, you, you, you get it for free if the Cougs win. They deliver that same day at Gallery Furniture. So, Mac, the Cougs got a big game coming up in a couple of days here on Sunday. Memphis, pretty solid squad coming to town. The look-ahead line I saw, Cougs favored by 10. You think they win this by double digits or more? Yeah, I, I, Memphis is definitely a good team. Penny Hardaway is the coach. I like the Cougs winning at home by uh, probably 12 to 15 points. So I'm definitely taking Cougs, laying the points to Memphis and saying, go Cougs all the way. I think they, after this, they only have four more conference games left. So Cougs are winding it down, getting ready for the big run in March Madness coming up for the Cougars. Yeah, it is. The city's going to be uh, the city's going to be a buzz. Of course, the final four is coming here to Houston and hopefully we get the Cougs there and again, Mac, tell them one more time the listeners that uh, if they buy that $5,000 or more worth of furniture, what happens if the Cougs win it all? Two sales going on right now, Sean. Matches my birthday sale. Uh, selected items marked down 40 to 72% off as I turn 72 years old this month. Plus the incredible Cougar sale by 5,000 more with furniture. Even the markdown has markdown seventy two percent off. Cougars won it all on April third at NRG Stadium. Purchases free, free, free. Best time ever to come out to Gallery Furniture. Furniture room full. Furniture house full. Furniture free delivery today, today, today. So you can combo those. You can get those discounted items because Mattress Mac has turned seventy two, and you can also combo that, and that can be part of the five thousand five thousand dollars or more worth of furniture that you buy. And if the Cougs win it all, you get it free, free, free. Mac, we appreciate it as always. Good luck on that pick this weekend. John, good to talk to you. I'll be at the Cougars game on Sunday. Go Cougs! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast. Martin Maldonado. He's, uh, it looks like he's shown up at spring training. Well, he should. It's pitchers and catchers. He's a catcher, so he needs to be there. He met with the media yesterday, and um, he looks a little a little lighter this year. He's a little more slender this year than yeah. he's been in previous seasons. He dropped 17 pounds, right? 17 pounds. Uh, here's how Martin Maldonado. 17 pounds. 17 pounds, man. 17 pounds. Here's how Martin Maldonado dropped 17 pounds. And I feel like the older you get, the skinny you got to be. Sometimes it's hard, you know, especially in, in, during the season. was was hard this whole season because the short all season. Because I wasn't, um, I was, um, serious. I wasn't working out much uh, at the beginning. So, you know, that they eat more healthy and uh, just switching, stay away from the spray and the coat. And the candy and other stuff. It's so hard. I was going to say, it's so, it's so it's tough so to do. Especially when you have two young kids. Okay, so he, and Martin's got a pretty thick accent. So the thing he was saying, he's tried to eat healthier. And he said he cut out the Sprite, the Coke, yeah. and the candy. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> That'll do it, man. That's, I got to talk to Brandy about this. Brandy would always stick up for Maldonado when I would just playfully say, like, hey, you know, he could probably, especially as he gets older, and he has to squat. Not to mention, you remember two years ago, he was just taken. Like, he played so much. He just played so much. Um, he should maybe lose a pound or two. And she would say, he's just, he's just, that's just his body type. Like, no, he's feeding it. He was a, he was a human vending machine. Yeah. He was funneling all kinds of rest stop trash into his body. I'm always amazed that somebody who is, Martin Maldonado, like just visually, like you look at me, you go, well, that guy's in shape. Like, no, he's got kind of a, at least he did. I didn't, all, all I yeah. could see was the, the, from like the, the neck up in this video that I saw. I think it was Berman posted this video yeah. that we played the audio from just now. Um, I'm amazed that somebody with Martin Maldonado's bodily shape and others too, like Christian Vasquez, kind of a chunky guy, that they're able to squat for as long as they do throughout I the season. If, for one, I mean, there's, I look, it, None of this is backed by science, but I think a lot of football players would tell you uh, it, there's a certain like there's some certain attributes to having a chunkier physique that like a dietitian or a nutritionist wouldn't recommend it. But for one, like obviously as an offensive or defensive lineman, just the flat out ballast helps, you know, yeah. it's harder to move um, a big guy and there's just flat out mass helps you a lot of the time in the game of football. Um, but obviously with drawbacks, you got to find the right balance. I wonder if with catchers for one, there is a lot of physical abuse that goes into it. So the extra body weight can be tough on your joints, but also just sitting there and, kind of absorbing uh, a lot of the punishment that catchers do. Sometimes it's better just to be at a, like a caloric excess. 
Like it just it's like you're all, you're not going to err on the side of being malnourished. Yeah. If you're if you're that chunky, you're always going to have enough fuel to repair whatever you have to repair. And the speed isn't as big of a an item. And you also like just for for making throws to second and everything. There is a for a certain amount of like when you gain fat, you're also generally gaining muscle too. So you get some more pure power. Your body weight to your strength to body weight ratio isn't as good, but you're just you're just stronger. So. um that's the thing to monitor when a guy loses a bunch of weight. Yes, it it's good usually in general to lose weight, but with athletes, it's not always what you think. It's not always as simple as like, oh, this guy, if he's lighter, it'll be better. Remember LeBron James came back looking like Skeletor that one year, yeah. and by Christmas he realized he had to gain it all back. Yep, yep. Um, I'm looking at an article, 11 foods to avoid when trying to lose weight. I feel like you've got good input on this, Seth, because you have tried it. You've tried and been successful at various times in your life as a former defensive lineman to uh, to to drop weight. And again, you're in good shape now. Um, two of the top four on this list are things that were directly mentioned by Martin Maldonado in that cut. Number two, sugary drinks, and number four, candy bars. Um, cause they've got candy bar. I mean, they got sugar and refined flour and all those other things. Number one on the list, French fries and potato chips, which is a vice of mine. That's a tough one. French fries and potato chips. I'm always, you know, the whole thing about all these, it gets trickier people that I, in Sean, you know, this, it gets trickier, the more physically active you are. Because, look, if you don't exercise at all or just barely, you can go on a low-carb diet and shed a whole bunch of weight. And if you do it the healthy way, you know, you get a big boost initially because you lose a bunch of weight and then you maintain it over time and you steadily keep losing weight. And if you're doing it the right way and you're not just using it as an excuse to, you know, shovel eight pounds of cheese into you every day, like you can do it that way. It gets trickier when you're working out really hard because at some point you've got to – and I know people argue against this, but if you want to actually feel good while doing it, you got to get some carbs in your system. Yeah. So um, that's the hard part is that sometimes there's a, like there is a place for high carb foods. You just I always feel like just getting rid of the as much processed food as possible. Processed food is the, is the big go. one. Just yeah. Get, yeah. Yeah. French fries. And then, and I include in that things that like you. Yeah. Like I include in that things that you know. Might seem natural, but they're still like you know, okay, all natural plantain chips with just coconut oil and plantains. It's still a whole lot of calories and just a little bit of food. French fries and potato chips, one. Sugary drinks, two. White bread, three. God, I love all these things. Thank God for soda weight loss. White bread, three. Candy bars, four. Some fruit juices, five. Yeah, don't get duped by the fruit just because it says berry in the label on the drink doesn't mean it's nutritious it means it's probably got a lot of sugar in it fruit juices at the supermarket pastries cookies and cakes okay well this article isn't telling me anything i don't already know tell me something that i think is nutritious number seven some types of alcohol especially beer yeah <laughs> this is a poor heading on here because it says some types of alcohol yeah. Versus, yeah, this is somebody that's in denial on here because, uh, like, they they put some types of alcohol after pastries, cookies, and cakes. Let me tell you from personal experience: if I really am committed to losing weight, uh, alcohol has to be right at the top of the list because if if I have alcohol, the pastries, cookies, and cakes, some fruit juices, candy bars, white bread, sugary drinks, and French fries is going to go in my body. Yep. Um, and not just when I'm drinking, but the day after. Yes. I lose my willpower the day after if, I've, if I've been drinking the night before. So, yeah, I, 
generally if I have to lose weight, the first thing that needs to go is like any alcohol at all. Like even just even in one drink with dinner, I got to let it go. My judgment just goes to squat. Uh, ice cream, eight. Pizza, nine. High-calorie coffee drinks. Yeah, you got to be careful with those frappuccinos and whatnot. And then food's high in added sugar. I'm not really learning anything from this article, but Seth, of all these things, like what's the – what's your – I'm going to guess what your biggest vice is, sweets, like the pastries and the, the desserts yeah. and stuff like that. You like those. Yeah, yeah, because I can, I can eat. You know, when, you remember when I lived in League City, the real issue with League City wasn't League City itself. I loved League City. I just happened to pass, I believe it was five Shipley's on the way home. And, like, once you break the Shipley's deal, especially if you choose to go down – is it Buffalo Speedway? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're just right, right off the bat. You've broken the seal, and why not stop at the next two or three and finish it off because you're 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 not full yet. So like, oh boy, honey, the traffic was ridiculous. We gotta we gotta move out of League City. This is too far of a drive uh, home from work. I gotta I gotta get close to the city. Haven't because <laughs> I'm gonna be in a diabetic coma at some point. Um, I, Seth, I believe it's you that said this. Haven't you said that? Um. Cambodian donut shops are the are the the best ones, the cream of the crop. The Cambodian donut shop. When it when it comes to apple fritters, I believe that Cambodian coffee shops are the best. And if you haven't if you haven't ever talked to the Cambodian American owner of your favorite donut shop, um, ask him about it. It's fascinating. Like the Cambodian donut shops in Houston were, as, as far as I can tell. I, there's got to be something written about this somewhere. I've just basically taken it from conversations that sometimes I may or may not understand completely. But basically, there are few, there's a, a few families that kind of like help Cambodian immigrants stake their claim. Like they get them started on a donut shop and get them started in business. And they, you know, they pay back the loan or they're partners with this person. And it's just, uh, and they, they just keep adding on through the years to where, um, and I don't know what the secret recipe is for the apple fritters, but they're incredible so- because they're just, they're just crispy enough yeah so it's the fritters specifically in those cambodian donut shops that are the mecca. yeah also i use it as my way of feeling like i'm doing something good for humankind i see so i'm like yes this is a good this is a good heartwarming immigrant story of uh you know uh, people helping people and uh, coming to thrive in america it's the story of america as seth stuffs his belly with 19 apple fritters in the course of a monday <laughs> right. through wednesday uh yes. text message 6414 trailer wheel and frame text page trailer wheel and frame. great maybe this year maldonado can bat his weight um it's why? Because his weight is lower, or because his batting average is going to be amazing? Probably a combination of the two. I would you want to say. meet in the middle. Somewhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, body changes that we've seen. Uh, Maldonado, I believe, is the only reported body weight change I saw. Luis Garcia got me a little bit nervous, just in that. Uh, and this is classic. This is classic sports league. So. Major League Baseball makes a bunch of rule changes, one of which is they're going to be much stricter about what is allowable in a windup uh, because they need to be able to know when to start and stop the pitch clock that is newly instituted. So baseball says that it's reached out to everybody and informed everybody of everything. They asked Luis Garcia yesterday, hey, so uh, what have they told you about this? And you're like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've talked to the coaches a little bit, and I think I know what's going on, but not really. And, like, it's also extremely confusing because – it sounds like there will be a, a called a balk, but with nobody on base, so I don't get it. Um, 
And uh, that, so that made me feel better that Luis Garcia didn't get it because I didn't quite understand why they were calling it a balk with nobody on base. Apparently, it's not going to be technically a balk. Uh, it's just going to be an illegal pitch. Yeah, it'll and be a I ball. Don't think pen- it'll, it'll be a yeah. ball, yeah. It'll so. be a ball. So it's not going to be runners advancing or anything. It'll yeah. be counted as a ball. So yeah. it's not as severe. But, yeah, obviously, Luis Garcia can't be throwing a ball every single time he pitches from the windup. No, I'm, I'm still a little nervous about that. But we'll see. He's pitching in the World Baseball Classic, Garcia is. So I saw somebody kind of hypothesizing, like, well, he should – and the World Baseball Classic is going to be under the old rules, like not these new right. MLB rules. So I'd He'll like be to be able to pitch however he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, I'd like to see him workshop the MLB rules. I don't give a crap about the World Baseball Classic. Like I need him to be ready for the MLB season. That would be well. Remember the World Baseball Classic a few years ago was when Alex Bregman, who was a notoriously slow starter, uh, or at least used to be, was. Uh, he he was pulled away for the World Baseball Classic, but then he didn't get any at bats. So yeah. you're missing all this time in spring training you're and not there. getting any live at bats. Yeah. You're like, what what the hell are you doing? Thanks everybody. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, I have a what if for the next segment, and it involves Houston and it involves Philadelphia. Who would you rather be over this past year, Houston or Philadelphia? That is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Hi, Payne and Pendergast. Seth, I was thinking about this what if. You and I were talking either during a segment or during the break. I can't remember about Philadelphia. We're talking about Philly a lot on and off the air today because our our, uh, show fodder contributor, Angelo Cataldi is retiring up there. Their morning host on WIP. We'll hear from him in just a second. He was spending his last day on the air as he retires today after several decades in radio doing what he does best, killing Jonathan Gannon. Um, But I thought about this, Seth. Would you rather have had the year that Houston has had this past year in sports or the year that Philly has had this past year in sports where here in Houston we got a world championship. We got... The Astros winning the World Series. We got a parade. But the other two teams were arguably the two worst teams in their sport. The Texans and the Rockets. Philly, on the other hand, 
had two very good teams that both made it to the championship round but lost in the World Series and in the Super Bowl and in the Super Bowl in somewhat heartbreaking fashion. And, I, you know, the Sixers are what they are, and I, I, the hockey I don't really care about because we don't have a hockey team. But would you rather be Houston, having won a World Series but with two really bad teams, or be Philadelphia where two of your teams made it to the title round but lost in excruciating fashion? Um, uh, 100% Houston, I think, because you're, you're going to cycle through more bad teams in your time, even if you, uh, if, if you, just, if you get to that penultimate stage where you're almost a champion, um, you still know there's bad times to come at some point with all of those teams and you didn't grasp the ultimate glory with either of those. So I think just getting one of those rings in one of those sports is uh that's that's the deal. Like look at the rock like look at how fast it fades with the Rockets. The Rockets the Rockets were an awesome, awesome, awesome basketball team for a long time with James Harden, you know? They were the second best team in the league for a long time. If you if you think about the Eagles, okay, were the Eagles the second best team in the league based on the Super Bowl results? Sure, make that argument um, however you want to dice it out, but the Rockets were the second best team in basketball. Um, but it doesn't, at the end of the day, 10 years later, you don't get a glow from it. Just yeah. like in Philadelphia, they're not going to get a glow from those that baseball last year's baseball team and this year's football team the way that we will from that Astros team for a long, long time to come. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, and this is where it's hard for me because I'm, I'm, I'm sort of – there's two Sean's to think about here, the same way any media member has this, because the fan in me says, yes, we got a parade out of it, and we'll always remember that, we'll always have that. The radio host, Sean – I mean, there's no doubt it's better to have two teams get to the Super Bowl and the World Series from a, a business standpoint, right? Yeah, like from oh, yeah, an interest yeah. standpoint, a content yeah. standpoint, all yeah. of those things. Like for me, like the radio part of me, it's a no-brainer. And the fan part of me, I won't say it's a no-brainer, but I'm with you on that. Like just purely as a fan, give me a title and then whatever happens with the other two teams, so be it. They'll get out of that someday, you know? Uh, many people on the text line uh, eagerly pointing out that their soccer team also made it to the finals and lost this year. Fair enough. So I believe their name is the Philadelphia Freedom. And uh, we didn't include the soccer team. I'm joking. That used to be the name of the, the ladies' tennis team. Uh, oh, okay. And the, remember the team tennis team? I do remember, remember that, that now, yeah. yes. Philadelphia. Kids don't oh, know that. Yeah. Philadelphia Freedom, yeah. that song by Elton John, yeah. was written by co-owner of the Philadelphia Freedom women's tennis team, Elton John, right. about the, the tennis team. A good song. Yeah. I think Billie Jean King was on the Philadelphia Freedom. I think Freedom. she was, too. I think you're right about that. So... Uh, we would have brought up the soccer team, except that uh, we wouldn't have been able to say you can't spell Philly without two L's, as another one of our <laughs> texters pointed out. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. so I guess Philly with three L's is even better if you include the soccer team. Philly, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry we didn't point out the soccer part of it. Like, no, no, you're not. Yeah, no. That's not way, listen, listen. Um, I'm not saying this in any kind of a derogatory way whatsoever, but when it comes to, like, if we're talking about major league sports in America, like, just because you call it major league soccer, it doesn't cut, it, it doesn't, it doesn't pass the cut in terms of actual major league sports because unlike, in America, it's a major league sport when it's the best in the world, you know, and like, Major League Soccer is not the best in the world as of yet. Now, yeah. and I know, like I know, in hockey and in basketball and everything, things might start changing. Uh, we've we've pretty much got uh, we'll lay claim to number one 
American Football League for quite a long time. I think we will. I think we will. Now, some may say, okay, we'd rather be Houston if that's all we're looking at is just the results of those three teams. Let's just keep it focused on those three because those, no disrespect to the Dynamo, we rarely, if ever, talk about them on this show. Um, The Texans, the the, the NFL, MLB, and the NBA. But some people might say, yeah, Houston would be better because you get a title, but in Philly – We've got to deal with Payne and Pendergast. They get Angelo Cataldi, well, at least for one more day. Here was Angelo Cataldi this morning on his final show as a radio host in Philadelphia, doing what he does best, destroying would-be Houston Texans head coach at one time. Thank God we got to Miko Ryans. Arizona head coach and former Philly D.C. Jonathan Gannon. You people out there, all of you, who have defended this man, shame on you. This is my last show. I'm still doing it, Go Johnson. all in. Do it. Shame, shame, shame. That horse's ass has moved on and had a fun 48 hours while we sifted do- through the debris of his failure. Oh, that was nice there. Sifted through the debris of his abject failure. He didn't seem very <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> no, he seemed to be handling He's surprisingly pleased. well. Yeah. Cataldi. So if you want to factor that in, we get it. Like you probably would say, no, Philly's got it better. They get that guy. We got to listen to you two every morning. But they're done after this. They don't get Cataldi anymore. So I would say that uh, that Houston takes the Houston retakes the lead. Let's play one more from Cataldi while we're at it here. Because this one has audio from Jonathan Gannon. This will both simultaneously highlight Cataldi and remind Texan fans why it's so nice that they didn't wind up with Jonathan Gannon as the next head coach. No, there's one guy who was there for all of that, and he's the guy who's now the head coach at Arizona. Got rewarded for And it. I will go back to that guy again because he did something. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you can't, ladies and gentlemen, if you script it, if you went, right, what would be the most ridiculous thing somebody hoping to get a head coaching job would do after failing in front of the world? Yeah. And what job, you know what he did? He went right at it. He brought in for the interview, the day after they blew the Super Bowl, one item and one item alone, his play sheet from the Super Bowl. See, what he was, I know what he was attempting to do there. He was attempting to take this large turd and get some turtle wax and polish it all up. Was it written in crayon? Right, because I can tell you, whatever <laughs> garbage he handled to those morons in Arizona, that they still hired him, the idea that all you would bring in would be the trophy of your failure is beyond belief. But here he is explaining it. Monday morning to get up and talk to Michael and Monty. Uh, that's what I did. And uh, I obviously had prepped for that uh, opportunity for a long time. And uh, basically, I did not have a book. I didn't have a piece of paper. I had one note card. I showed Michael my call sheet from the Super Bowl and said, this is how I do things. I write it by hand. And uh, ultimately, we talked about what was in my brain and what was in my heart. Oh, my God. That's no, terrible. Uh, no, it, 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 and they went, wow, oh, my God, wait a minute. We were on the fence here, but he writes the notes by hand? Oh, we got to hire this guy. He's old school. <laughs> I mean, this, this, they, oh. <laughs> Get yeah, up, I, 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 
So, I, you know, the thing about that is I, I feel like Gannon probably had this plan in mind, almost like when Bill Belichick's game plan for the Giants' victory uh, over the Buffalo Bills in the 1990 Super Bowl is in the Hall of Fame because it was just considered so brilliant, their tactics, uh, that Gannon figured, oh. yeah, I'll just come with this and show them exactly like how – yeah, and it's all by hand. Like, dude, it's all by hand, but you didn't – like the one, the one thing, the one thing you had to do yeah. was figure out – this short arrested motion that they were using and figure out how to keep your guys from passing it off. And the Eagle, the, the Chiefs showed it four times in the game and you never once made the adjustment to it. And, and I know that people are going to say, well, yeah, no, the Chiefs didn't even have the right formation the second time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They still did that. Just because they didn't run it as called doesn't mean that it's not like just because the offense runs something not the way they called it up on paper that you don't have to defend it as a defense right so um that was uh, like that that, I, that would bother me if I were an Eagles person especially when when you lose and then you start thinking back about okay how focused were both of these guys on the actual game versus getting ready for their 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 parade route through town on their yeah. way to accept their new jobs uh we um we dodged a bullet with Jonathan Gannon, I think. I, is this, from everything I've seen of him, like from, and I'm not just talking about the defense's performance in the in the Super Bowl. I'm not. I promise you. Um, but uh, just from the little snippets that I've heard and whatnot, I, that's. Uh, I feel like we dodged a bullet there. All right, we head into the nine o'clock hour. Let's give away some tickets first. Robert Plant and Allison Krause, seven one three five seven two four six ten. Caller number five. Wins a pair of tickets to see Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, the Raising the Roof Tour, coming to Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion on April the uh, on April the twenty sixth. So, uh, caller number five seven one three five seven two four six ten, and you will be on your way to that concert. When teams hire head coaches, speaking of Jonathan Gannon, there's one thing it seems like teams always do. They try to hire the guy, maybe unintentionally, maybe they try to, maybe they don't. Hire the opposite of what they just fired. Did the five teams that hired coaches this time around do what teams often do? We will discuss next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 